Hello everyone, sorry we're late with this episode. We were supposed to post it last week, but we had a few production delays, but the final product ended up to be great. Here is Chesscast Season 2, How Chess Benefits Society. Hey guys and welcome back to Chesscast. This is the last episode of Season 2. We're your hosts, I'm Darun. And I am Servesh. Today, we are going to dive deep into how chess benefits society. The great Bobby Fischer once said, Chess is life. Or in my words, chess is a game of the mind, but it's also a simulation of life and its strategies. We did a deep dive on this concept in the last two episodes, so make sure to go and check them out. But today, we are going to be talking about how chess benefits society. We are going to share our own perspectives today, and we have a special guest who will be joining us later. Chess benefits society, because when you play chess, you can eat lots of samosas. Bruh! Okay! Chess benefits society in a lot of ways. For example, in the corporate chess cup that happened a few months ago, many companies sponsor chess players to go head-to-head, the winner getting a hefty prize money. A chunk of this money would go to the company, benefiting both them and the chess player in the process. For another example, Fiona Mutesi. She grew up in a very rural and poor part of Uganda until she discovered her passion for chess. Improving rapidly, she became one of the first titled players from Uganda and represented Uganda at four women's chess olympiads. Now that is inspiration. I absolutely agree with you, Suresh. Chess has helped many people lead a better life. People living in poverty have used chess to break out of it. The interesting thing is that in the UK, children with special education needs have been taught chess as a way to make better, more positive decisions. A study done in 2008 showed that students with special education needs who were taught chess had better calculating abilities and were getting substantially better grades. It is incredible! the amount of potential that chess has to change society. Wow, that's amazing. I never knew that chess could have such humble purposes. Humble purposes? Well, Free Suresh, now we're going to have mini... Story time! Not yet. Alright, we're going to have a mini special guest section. Our special guest is Orion, who captained his high school chess team to many victories and now is helping to coach kids. Hello everyone, my name is Aryan Vaidya and the question that I'd like to address today is, what is your perspective on chess and how does it benefit society? I'm, I'll be the first to say that this is a really interesting question and it made me step back and actually address my journey as a chess player and think about like, yes, what makes me do what I do? So this is just an opinion and I've been playing chess since ninth grade, which is around four to five years now. So I just wanted to give you that as a backstory. Let's get into this, shall we? So before I start off, I'd like to say chess makes you more of an efficient person as it teaches you to think long term and give up short term enjoyment in exchange for far greater benefits in the future. Let me give you an example of that. So who should I pick on? Hmm. Okay, let's pick on Dharun since he was the one that asked me to join this podcast. So let's say Dharun is faced with a choice, okay? Play 30 minutes of tactics or anything chess related or sleep in for 30 minutes. Which one would Dharun choose, okay? Well, 
in the moment, sleeping in for an extra 30 minutes doesn't seem harmful. And yeah, in theory, it is not harmful. Because say, if you only do 30 minutes of tactics or anything at all for 30 minutes, it's not gonna do much for you in the future as a chess player. Or even say, say as an artist or painter, anything you do only one time, it's not gonna do. So yeah, sleeping in for an extra 30 minutes would give you an instant satisfaction. But in the long term, actually, playing chess for 30 minutes would be far superior for him because he would actually, if he did that every day for a consistent amount of time, he would become future GM Tharun. Sorry, Sarvesh. But the point I'd like to say is, yes, doing one thing for one time does not do anything for you. And not as a chess player or as someone who's studying finance or physics, nothing, no. You have to keep doing it repeatedly. And bringing it back to my point that I mentioned, how does it benefit society? I'm confident that if everyone thought long term in all aspects of their life, not just chess, that their skill sets and area of expertise in that field would be much greater than it is if you didn't do those things. And say someone who's really good at ro designing rockets or cars and is very interested in that actually puts in more time and effort, they're just two examples by the way. So as I was saying, if they put in actually a large amount of time and effort into it, then yeah, it'll actually benefit society because of far greater innovations that could come through with that. You see, if we have a long-term mindset, we're more likely to do things because we know that in the short term, we're not going to see its instant effects. Because in the short term, say I do literally, uh, say I, w I like studying finance, okay? If I only study something finance related for 30 minutes one day, am I going to become like Warren Buffett? He's like, he's one of the greatest stock traders in the world. But no, I will not, unfortunately. But if I keep doing that every day for a consistent amount of time, will I become him? No. But will I have more of a chance at becoming someone who's as financially talented as him? You're perfectly right. So, with a long-term mindset, you can achieve anything and everything that you put your mind towards. And that's just a brief overview of why I believe chess benefits society and you as a person. Thank you so much for having me in this podcast, and I hope to be on here as a guest speaker next time. See you guys. Very interesting perspective, Aryan. Well said, Aryan. Now let's end with an inspiring true story. Many of you have probably heard of National Master Tanitova Advumi. Tani grew up in Nigeria. His father ran a poster shop. A terrorist group came to his father and wanted them to print anti-Christian and racist slogans. His father disagreed. That made the terrorists very mad. One day when Tani and his Tani, his brother and mother were home, the terrorists knocked on Tani's door, threatening them. This incident would change Tani's life. They fled to a nearby village. Tani really didn't like that village as he grew up in a city. But nevertheless, they soldiered on. But the terrorists found them again. And they had a few close calls, so they fled to the United States of America. In the U.S., Tani, 
Tani's mother's cousin lived in Dallas. So they went to live with them. But, unfortunately, Tani's cousins didn't really treat him very well. And he hated it. So, and then they had to move again. This time to New York. He prayed that he would have a better experience here. And he did. He had to live in a homeless shelter. But he wasn't sad about that. On the first, his brother had taught him chess. Or at least thought he taught him chess. But it wasn't really chess. It was like a variant of chess. So Tani really liked chess and wanted to learn more about it. So when Tani went to his new school, he noticed that they were very into chess. He met he met a chess coach. He met a school chess coach who was willing to teach him. But the fees were too expensive for his family to afford. His father his mother sorry, his father worked as a dishwasher now. So he didn't have much money. The coach felt bad for Tony and knew that he had potential. So he said, I'll teach you for free. And so Tony joined his school chess team. At first, he was getting destroyed by everyone. Coach Russ, who was his chess coach, and Coach Rush and Coach Oh God. Coach Coach Russ and Coach Sean, who were his chess coaches, helped him get better at chess. When Tani went to his first chess tournament, he got obliterated. He also, but he did get his own chess board. He kept practicing and practicing. And then, he started winning. At his first tournament, his rating went down to... That way down into the hundreds, which was the lowest he can possibly go. Coach, his coach told him, "Well, now the only way is up." And boy, was that true! Tony worked really hard and became the New York State champion. Currently, Tony is a national master and is working toward the title of world's youngest grandmaster which is currently held by Abhimanyu, GM Abhimanyu Mishra. Uh, you can actually find a more detailed version of his story in the book called My Name is Tani. This is not sponsored, but I'm just saying. It's a good book. I've read it. Thank you so much for watching, guys. Just cap and out!